Do you remember that hilarious character, Loomis Simmons, from the show, the 1990s show, In Living Color? Well, he has some very powerful strategies for what not to do when you're selling your products and services. And I'm going to talk to you about that today on this episode of Liberation Conversations. These conversations are the custom molded key to truths hidden in plain sight. Spiritual business strategies where entrepreneurship is a vehicle to your total Life Liberation. Hey everyone, it's Katrina M. Harrell here, business strategist, entrepreneur, and just lover of people and life and all things freedom. <laughs> and I'm here today on another, another episode of Liberation Conversations. Uh, and just a short plug, what I do at my business and in my company is I help women entrepreneurs price, package, and position their services in a way that allows them to be all of who they are in their work. And I'm so happy to do that um, today via this vehicle that is a podcast. And today we're talking about pricing. That is my specialty. That's what I love to work on and focus on uh, for women entrepreneurs when it comes to their marketing and their business strategies. And I'm going to keep talking about pricing. So this pricing tip today or this podcast is about that factor, that quote unquote factor that makes your clients want to buy from you. And it can it could possibly uh, keep them or deter them from buying from you if you don't have this in your business. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You have your product created. You know exactly what you want to do, what you want to offer, how you want to get it out there, right? You know that this product is for this particular person. They got to have it. They need to have it. They better have it. But ain't nobody buying. <laughs> Nobody's buying it. And not only are they not buying it, you get that, oh, okay, that's cute. Bless your little heart when you bring your product to the market. Y'all like how I go in and out of <laughs> professional Katrina into something else. I love that too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what is that factor? What is that thing that makes your clients want to buy from you? What makes them believe you when you put your product out there? It's not what you always think. It's not always how pretty the logo is or how fancy, you know, you may talk or speak or how dope your website may be. It may not be how great the product is. Honestly, it may not have anything to do with the product itself. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the product. It's something else. And it's your positioning. It's how you position your product positioning and another word for position that I love to use is context or reference there's a psychology to pricing and buying that includes context and reference a buyer must be motivated by that belief from not necessarily by what you say or what you do but how it all relates and connects do you all remember that show in living color i know i did i used to watch that show every week and reruns i love that show and one of my favorite characters was played by david allen greer and he played loomis simmons and I'm not going to do an impression of Loomis Simmons right now, but if you are at any of my live events, I promise you I will. 
<laughs> but Loomis Simmons was my favorite character and one of my favorite characters. Um, and his, he was this sleazy sales guy that sold stuff on television, right? And he always had these cheesy <laughs> products. And the way he would go about selling these products was like, I can't believe that you would actually try to sell this product to me. Why? Because you didn't believe him. It wasn't the product that he was selling that was ridiculous. It was how he sold it. It was the context that he gave you. His suits were cheap and loud and, you know, too tight and too small. He had the gold teeth, the, the funky hair. The office was just crazy. Everything visually around the product that had nothing to do with the product told you before he even opened up his mouth that you wasn't going to buy this thing. I don't care what it was. Even if he was selling you the suit off of his back, no thank you. And I love using Loomis uh, as a, an example, as a teaching tool to teach about context because it's so, so powerful. No matter how, no matter what the product is that you're selling, you have to give people context. So what is context? Context is really, it's the mood that you set before anything is said or done or present it to someone else in regards to whatever, whether it's a written word, whether it's, it's something that you are um, saying or selling or giving to someone. It's, it, it's all though, it's setting the mood before you make the sale, before you price it, okay? Giving someone, another uh, way to say it is giving someone a point of reference that it taps into them some way and somehow emotionally or, um, to some sort of familiarity where they're familiar with what they just saw with nonverbal cues. I know you're like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> How do I create context? Well, think about when you go shopping, right? And you may not have thought about this. You may, and hopefully after this podcast, you will begin to think about this. When you are in, let's say, uh, Target, and you're out there, you know, you're shopping. Let's say you go in to buy something, some a new towel for your bathroom or something like that. And you go into Target and you go into the bath section and you're looking at the beautiful towels and the way they have it set up. And you have your eyes set on, let's just say, one particular color because you know what you want your bathroom to look like. And so you have your eyes, your mind set on what you're looking for in terms of a color scheme. But what happens when you walk into Target? You walk in and without anything else happening, you see, you know, you are drawn in more than likely to something in Target. As soon as you draw in, you're, you, you walk in and you're drawn into that, all of a sudden, you don't just need that one towel. You need the whole new bathroom set, the new shower curtain. Not only that, you are inspired by this new Nate Burkis line that they got, this threshold line, and you got to do the kitchen over too. Like all of a sudden, you have to do everything. You can't just get the towel. What just happened? Target didn't do anything, but they gave you a, a point of reference and a context. They and, and a whole lot of other things too, but mostly it was the context. You didn't think about the price. You were influenced. Your emotions were all of a sudden heightened to a whole nother level because of what Target did. It was how they positioned the idea of improving your home to you 
that made you want to buy. First of all, made you want to go in to Target in the first place, but it made you want to purchase those towels. And not only the towels, but you, whether you have the money or not, you either got something else or you plan to come back to get the rest of the set because of how it was positioned. Positioning of your business and of your products is so important. It's so important to spend time after you've created the product and oftentimes before you've even created the product to really think about how do you want this, what mood do you want this particular product, service, program, event, what have you, what mood do you want this thing to set to your target audience? How do you want them to feel? How do you want to be set apart from others? How do you want to feel about your own product or service? Is it really representing ultimately how you want to feel about it and the end result that you want? And, and the, the challenge with, with positioning for a lot of people, and particularly um, women business owners, is, is that sometimes women tend to be impatient. We want to make the sale. We don't want to sit there and figure out how to make sure it's positioned right. We just want to get it out there. But what happens is that if women, if people, there's so many uh, other coaches and, and, you know, people that are making bath products and there's so many, so much already out there. If you don't position yourself well, you're going to find yourself struggling to make sales. You may make some, but you're going to find yourself struggling. I love this an example. Over the weekend, I went to visit one of my clients. She makes all natural organic products, beautiful products, uh, and uh, she puts her heart and soul into them. And we were, she, she, we, we coached together for a while and she put together, we, through the coaching, she created a inner circle club. And the club, uh, she had her first event and I attended the event and it was so wonderful watching her. She didn't have as many people that she wanted, but she had a really good turnout. And I was, it was so wonderful watching her. And at the end of the event, uh, we, we were over to the side talking and I said, you know what? You found your lane. This is your lane. Your products are not for everybody. You know that. That's why you make them the way that you do. And why, and why your marketing before wasn't working. Your positioning now has to be completely different. It has to feel exclusive. Everything that you do, because of the way that you market and, and who this product is made for, all of your positioning now has to speak to that. The mood that you set the graphics, now you get into the graphics that you use, the logo, how often you email, what you're saying in your email, if you're even emailing, if you're even Facebooking, it all lends to that. People buy from you before they even think about the product. And let me tell you, that is true. I get more people come to me saying that they buy from me because of me more than it is what I'm actually offering them. And uh, I, I say that to you in the same the same breath of your positioning means a lot in your business. How you show up, the mood that you set, the energy that you give and you give off, your product gives off to your potential customer. And so if I can give you some tips to think about in your positioning, it's the first thing, get really clear about who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, why this particular product and service needs to be out there. Why does, why does it need to be out uh, for, for the masses to purchase or whomever? Why do you have to create this? 
it always goes back to why, right? <laughs> I always go back to why because why is so important and why in my practice and in my business is not W-H-Y, it's W-H-I and which stands for Wealth Enhancing Intentions. Being really clear about the intention, the wealth enhancing intention behind why you're putting this. And what I mean by wealth, I don't mean necessarily money. I mean the physical, emotional, spiritual um, enhancing, wealth enhancing uh, uh, things in your life that obviously produce money at the end of the day because money ends up, you know, impacting all those things at some point. But get real clear about your why. Spend some time. Think about the wealth of your product, your service, not about how awesome it is and how cool, or how, you know, a quick buck you can make about this. But think about the wealth, the gem in your product. Excavate that hidden gem inside your product. The next thing is I want you to get really clear about the hidden gem in the ideal customer who should benefit from this. Who is she? Who is he? Who are they? And what is, connect that value for value. And then I want you to think about how therefore does it need to show up for them emotionally. Emotionally. Think about when you, again, I, I, I use a spa. Oh, I think I need another spa. I think I need to get a massage now. <laughs> but you think about it. When you think about picking a spa, right? You don't care necessarily about the credentials of the masseuse. You care that when you walk in that spa, it has created a feeling for you that says, yes, please, I'm ready. Which room? <laughs> That's positioning, the location of the spa, the whole package, the whole emotional pool. It's not just the logo now, it's everything. And people call it branding, I call it context, I call it referencing, I, I call it connecting to that person before they even connect with your work. Context, and so it's about connecting quality to quality, connecting to all those unhidden things, those, I'm sorry, all of those hidden things that aren't always said. It's going into Target, like I said again, going in there for a towel and then buying a whole new bath set because you just had to have it because because Target said to you, I understand. It connected to your desire to create a haven in your bathroom, in your home, to feel at peace, to have plushness, to have a personal retreat in your own home. They get it. And so therefore, every single thing that they did around you connected to that. They gave you context so that you can actually see that yourself and make the decision on your own to spend more money. So think about that in your next product and your next uh, service line. If you're talking to a very specific type of client, customer, what emotional pool do they need to have in order for them to make that decision to buy? Do they need to see you on Facebook 1,200 times a day? If they're not on Facebook, probably not. Do they need to see you in the right, in this, in the right light? Yes, you have to identify what light is that and ensuring that that connects with who you are. Context and then connecting all the dots between logos and colors and the methods that you use. And, and then again, structuring your business properly. We talked about structure and systems all the time. But connecting all those dots 
for your customers so that they don't, they don't just see you as another person in a sea of a bunch of salesmen. They don't see you as just a place to go buy a new towel. They see you as a complete redo of your bathroom, <laughs> like Target. They have to see you that way. So remember your business was given to you to serve you so that you may serve the world with your gift. Thank you so much for showing up here today and for staying in the now. I'll talk to you next time.